The Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Alright, Stomping Jen. Welcome. This is a special bonus episode. Bonus. Our first bonus episode. So it doesn't have an episode number. Okay. It's going to be short, unlike our usual podcasts. Mm-hmm. Full of our fun banter. Now, the reason I want to do this bonus episode is because I have a statement to read. A statement? A statement. A very important statement from my perspective. Okay. Now, normally, I don't have statements, but tonight, I have one. Why is this night different than all other nights? Because I have a statement. Now, are you ready to hear it? <laughs> You're already making this choice as long as it needs I know. I can't help it. All right. <clears throat> now, you can comment if you want. Mm-hmm. All right? But we have four pages of statement to get through. Oh, my God. Okay? Okay. All right. Now, this is about... Um, our regular listeners will know that many weeks back, you and I decided to stop consuming alcohol. Yep. So... Today on the release, or tomorrow, the day we release this, um, is my 90 days free and clear of alcohol. You got your chip? Got my 90 day sobriety coin chip. (laughs) That's a lyric from an Eminem song. Now, okay, I'm going to read it. Okay. Okay, you stop me if you want to. All right. I have to practice my breathing. Okay. Are you nervous? No, I'm not nervous at all. I just... I'm having trouble breathing lately because of this coronavirus. I might have to do a special 90 days recovery from the coronavirus statement. All right, well, let's get through this four pages. Okay. I got shit to do. All right. I stopped drinking alcohol 90 days ago. Can you confirm? Yes. Okay. Confirmed. There is no intervention, epiphany, or rock bottom. The reason why I stopped drinking is simple. I got a cold. <coughs> the medicine I was taking... Dayquil, Nyquil, recommends that you not drink alcohol while taking it. This is going to take forever. (coughs) So I stopped. Now, I have been a night drinker mostly. (laughs) Two drinks in the evening. Yeah, seriously. I mean, mostly I drink at night. Yes. Two drinks in the evening, usually whiskey, tequila, or beer, over the course of a couple of hours while watching television. Or out with friends. Rarely would I get drunk. Maybe on a Friday night when I had a few more drinks than usual while playing video games with my friends. Or at a party. Or at a party. I was totally functional. Alcohol wasn't interfering with my life. Except I knew this wasn't true. Turn the page dramatically. (laughs) For a period of time before I stopped, I had been questioning my drinking habits. Was I drinking too much? Too frequently? How long had it been since I had gone more than a day or two without a drink? Deep inside, I could feel something was wrong with my drinking. I also knew something wasn't right with me emotionally. For the last ten months or so prior to quitting drinking, I had been a mess. My generalized anxiety was eating me alive with a constant barrage of jealousy, fear, anger, sadness, and aggression. Alcohol helped quiet these feelings for a few blissful hours at a time until I fell asleep. 
As the sun rose with each dawn, so did my anxiety. I was trapped in a destructive, worsening cycle of lows and highs, with peaks getting lower, the valleys deeper. I'm listening. I was going to play the dramatic music. Do not play the dramatic. <sighs> Catching my breath. Okay. So when I got sick and needed more medicine, I made a decision to stop drinking. It was that simple. Physically stopping drinking wasn't too hard. I didn't have withdrawal symptoms or what I would describe as cravings. In the first couple of days, I thought about alcohol a lot. Images of myself going through my nightly drinking rituals would pop into my mind throughout the day and just as suddenly exit. With time, these mental, hello, goodbye, intrusions by alcohol diminished and then stopped. So did the pathological anxiety that was ripping me apart from the inside. Within two weeks, the intense cycling of extreme emotions I had been experiencing for almost a year stopped. I felt stable again, in control, like I had been returned to myself. This psychological healing I experienced is the closest thing to a sense of divine intervention I have experienced. Jesus Christ! Of course, Stomping Jenny will confirm, as an atheist, I don't believe in God. Jesus Christ! With the help of the book, This Naked Mind, written by Annie Grace, I understand why I got better when I stopped drinking. Alcohol had my thoughts and emotions on a neurochemical roller coaster of ups and downs that distorted my perception of the world and myself. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Right. To extend the amusement park metaphor to its breaking point, I was living in an alcohol mirror maze that warped everything passing through it including and especially myself. On the one hand, I am ashamed that I allowed this to happen to me. On the other hand, this one right here, I'm holding up a hand, my left one, I am proud that I recognized my problem before it got worse and did something about it. Some are not so lucky. I'm not going to lie. Three times into this Three months into this journey, I sometimes miss drinking. It's not a physical craving, more like a nagging feeling that I don't have something I should have. An absence of ritual, perhaps. Or something that everyone else can have that I can't. Of course, I know this is not true, that I'm not alone in committing to becoming a non-drinker. Friends and family, both drinkers and abstainers, have been incredibly supportive for the most part. One person that I know suggested that I was going too far giving up alcohol, that I should just drink one day a week on Friday. While I appreciated the suggestion, I told them this is exactly where I started with my drinking, and somehow insidiously I ended up in a much worse place, drinking daily and half crazy from anxiety say a little more than half crazy. Everyone is different. For me, the reality is I shouldn't drink because I'm healthier when I don't. That's pretty simple mathematics, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right? Even though I miss drinking sometimes, there are some things I will not miss. You ready for a list? Yep. Where's the list bumper? Don't. We haven't had a list in a long time. 
Okay. Here's the list of things. I miss my list bumper. Here's my list of things I will not miss. Okay. Yeah. All right. Planning to buy alcohol. On the way home from work. Before or after the gym. Agonizing over which beer or whiskey to buy. Is it the right one? Is it strong enough? 12 ounce or 16 ounce cans. A regular bottle or one of those giant ones with the handle. <laughs> Worrying about how long the alcohol I just bought is going to last. The money spent on drinking. I don't want to talk about this really. What? You're the money person. How much money did we spend on drinking? Oh, I don't know. A lot, right? Probably, yeah. Um, obsessively checking my glass bottle or can to see how much alcohol is left in it. That's a behavior I was conscious of. That bothered me. Uh, wondering whether or not I'm okay to drive. Getting up to pee in the middle of the night. Even more than is normal for a middle-aged guy like me. With a blossoming prostate. Happens blossoming so, prostate. Oh, all men's prostates grow and swell as they get older. Okay. okay. Worrying about how I'm coming off to others in social situations after a few drinks. Don't have to worry about that. Now I'm just a fucking dick all the time. <laughs> Being concerned about what my kids think about my drinking. Don't have to worry about that. 90 days. In the life of an alcohol sober person, I'm still a baby. I have a lifetime ahead of me, I know. In the last few weeks, a few people who are aware through my social media posts and this podcast who are aware that I have stopped drinking, have reached out to me for advice regarding their own relationships with alcohol. While I'm not qualified to help in a professional way, I did my best to listen and offer support in a non-judgmental manner. Mm -hmm. I did it, Stomping Jen. That's it? I offered support. No! I thought that was the end of the How statement. dare you? <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised. I feel humbled that anyone would see me as a resource for positive change in their own life and hope I was able to help. So, if you're listening to this or reading the show notes, right, mm -hmm. there might be people who are deaf who love reading the show notes from the Soft Serve podcast. That's a possibility. So, if you're, I might even push, I post this whole transcript on social media. Hmm. Totally okay. If you're reading this or listening to this and are thinking about your own relationship with alcohol and you want to talk to me, don't fucking bother me. I'm done being a resource. That's not true, people. No. No, what it says here is feel free to reach out to me. <laughs> Please. I want to help. I want to talk. I'm here for you. Okay? I'm here for you. Only if you know me personally. Do not email the soft serve pod at gmail.com address for help. You will not receive help there. Oh, Only really if you? you're friends with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can email that for help too, but I'm just telling you, I only check that like once in a blue moon, once a month if that, but you can read But if, if well, great. Now I'm feel like I'm going to in a legal situation. If you need help, call your doctor, call a oh, hotline a of some kind, actually reach out to somebody who can fucking help. I'm nobody. That's it. All right. I hope this didn't come off as preachy or obnoxious. I just wanted to share my story with you all. Thanks for sharing. Be well. 
Now I need to go get a drink <laughs> of tea. <laughs> Green. Hot. Engage. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I did. That's our bonus episode, folks. Bye now. Bye now. Oh, wait. That's the wrong thing. That's a disclaimer. I meant to play this one. Bye now. Is it possible I'm drunk? This is the intro. What do we play on the out? This one? Yes. Oh. Am I drunk? Oh, my God. Is it possible? No. Okay. Bye. Bye now.